Yo, it's your boys. My name's Sean DePaz. That's Anthony Totri. Welcome to the Phoenix Sports Podcast, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave a five-star review in the words of Bomani Jones. If you leave a four-star review, I'm inclined to believe that you are a hater. Totri, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, man. How Happy holiday season. How are you feeling? Oh man, that's a loaded question. No, I'm doing. I'm doing great, dude. I'm yeah. doing great. I can't complain right now. Can't complain. Uh, it's also Festivus, and there will be plenty uh, airing of grievances on today's show. So stay stick around for that. But before we get into all that, we have to tell you about our inaugural PHNXT party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course. We're running out the entire driving range. Come hang out with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests. <sighs> prizes and more <laughs> our phnx suns crew will be hosting a watch party for the suns versus timberwolves four peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag you know how i do how we do how four peaks do you know you know the vibes you Come know it's you know it's good when you got to take a breath yeah i literally i literally there's too much stuff i had to, i had to stop but like i always say it's not just a, it's not just a driving range it's got that you know that little top golf swag to it you can play like actual simulated golf courses you can do some uh, I almost said bad birdie, angry birds, um, all that fun stuff. It's good for people that don't even know how to golf, like your boy. Um, <laughs> Just fire away, man. Just yeah, fire away. Hey, you you almost mentioned bad birdie. You could definitely show up to that event that. in bad birdie. Guys, use code PHNX Sports 15 for 15% off your next order at badbirdiegolf.com. We talk about it all the time on the ASU show, but it is the comfiest attire that. out there, not just for golf. That's just for golf. I Literally for lounging for, for anything. I haven't even worn it for golf yet. It's going to go crazy. I Absolutely. can't wait to actually use it for what it's supposed to be used for. I feel like it's going to elevate my game. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, last time we went to Dobson Ranch, I was in like a hoodie and like sweatpants and wasn't it. I need the, I need to get the bad birdie drip on and get the whole bad birdie drip. I'm going to be swinging like tiger. I'm here for it. All right, there's been a, a few things going on in the Valley recently, so I feel like it is time for a temperature check. Let's do it. Let's... There we go. There we go. Yeah, look at us. Big old head. Hey, you're on fire, and I'm cold, baby. Yeah. For the record, I feel like I need to acknowledge the reason we're doing this. It's Max's birthday this weekend. She's out of town. I'm uh, that she's celebrating, so the boys are here. First... I thought we were the holiday gal. Yeah, we are the holiday gals. We're the Santa Claus shorties. Um, first, you know, we're the ASU boys. We have to start in Tempe. Early signing day the other day. ASU, 11th class in the pack, 12. So 11 out of 12. But they had one of the best transfer classes in the country. Totri, did you expect better from ASU? Should fans be worried that there wasn't a bigger splash? No, because it's not over and done with. Yeah. The recruiting class is far from over. You still got... The official signing day in February, and look, this is this is a coaching staff that had a little over three weeks to pull together not only a recruiting class, but a transfer portal class as well, and you brought it up. They've got the third best transfer class in the nation right now, uh, which is saying something, and they, they pulled a lot of guys. They flipped guys that weren't even supposed yeah. to be at Arizona State. We talked to them on the ASU show. You flip a guy that was at Utah State. Couple guys that were com that verbally committed to TCU, one that had decommitted from Auburn. You're getting guys. Everybody, we're 
we're chilling. We're chilling on the ASU recruiting class right now. It's only up from here. Yeah. Meanwhile, down south, they had the fifth class in the country, but uh, worse transfer class than ASU. But I feel like U of A fans are quick to to or hypothetically quick to bring up the fact that they had a better transfer class. If you go back to 2021, which I believe was Jed Fish's first year, you know where they ranked in the Pac-12 as far as the recruiting class? Exactly where ASU is right now. So give Kenny a little bit of time. I feel like everything will be okay. And also, when you compare this to where ASU was last year, I would take this 11 times out of 10. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right. Uh, On the other side, or from the, the gridiron to the hardwood, if you will, Ooh. ASU and U of A basketball. Which one do you want to start with? Which team? Let's uh, let's start with Arizona basketball. All right. Why don't we? Um, in case you've missed it, they're pretty good. Pretty good at basketball. <laughs> Fifth-ranked team in the country. But well, they've had two straight games where they've played bad teams and they've let those bad teams hang around. And Tommy Lloyd had some interesting words about his team the other day. I think we have a quote somewhere. He said, quote, I just feel like our teamness at times can be a little disconnected, and I don't like that. It just doesn't sit well with me. That doesn't mean I'm mad at the guys or anything like that, but there just has to be a feel with how you operate. On a day-to-day basis in the game, that just has to feel better. It's hard to define what it is, but I didn't feel it today. I believe this was after the Montana State win, Um, but regardless, fifth-ranked team in the country, big win over Tennessee a couple nights ago last week, I believe. Is there any level of concern if you're an Arizona fan? Because obviously their 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 expectations are different than ASU fans. Yeah. Their expectation is the national championship. Are there any concerns if you're a U of A fan after having two bad teams hang around? Which they ultimately they beat those teams handily. I'm not trying to sit here as an ASU fan and talk bad about them. They beat those teams handily eventually, but they hung around for longer than they probably should have. And then to have your head coach talking about the team like this, is there any level of concern if you're a U of A fan? Concern in what way? From a national perspective? Yeah, of like, like your goal to is to win a national championship. Yeah. Is there any concern? That yeah, that I is... think there is. From from a national championship perspective or making a deep run, they are definitely a talented team. But yeah. we've seen it time and again, not just in basketball, but in a lot of sports. Like, talent can only get you so far, right? There are situations that every team is going to face that you rely on that chemistry, that camaraderie. And if you don't have that down the stretch, then you are certainly going to lose to a team that does have that. And, you know, obviously the national championship, the tournament is still a ways away. But just looking to that that ASU game here in a couple days, right? Like, ASU coming off a bad loss, but we know how close this team is. We know how connected this team is. Yes. And if there's definitely a a team that I don't want to play in the Pac-12 right now, in terms of U of A, it is either Utah again, and it's ASU. ASU coming off that giant loss. And look, they they know people aren't going to be with them. They're going to be at home. They got that reason to come out firing on all cylinders. So yeah, I would I would definitely be a little scared if I'm U of A. Yeah, I mean, I don't think things are, are going to get bad at any point. Like, And there's still plenty of time for them to kind of figure this out. There's a lot of differences between this team and last year. I'd say they lost their three best players last year to the NBA draft. So there's a lot to change. I mean, I definitely, like, I, I think there needs to be a little worry. Because, like, at the beginning of this year, I was like, oh, this team might run through everybody. Yeah. Um, And they do not seem as untouchable as I thought they might be. It's a little concern there. But... On the other side, I would rather be them than I would be ASU, especially after what you mentioned. Their what was it, thirty-seven point loss, or was it forty-seven? It was thirty-seven. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It was bad. 
loss to San Francisco, the University of San Francisco. Concern there. No, not really. We talked about it. It's an uncharacteristic game. The, sometimes you just have those games. They're yeah. throwaway games. Hurley talked about it. Post game. You don't even watch it. You just put it behind you. Like, yeah. it is what it is. You move on. You get right. You spend too much time focusing on a game like that, and it's just going to get in your head and something that will trickle down and we'll see again throughout the season if you let it just sit there. But you got to you gotta focus on not only U of A, but the rest of the, the Pac-12 schedule coming up. Yeah, I mean, I... I... I am almost glad they want, that they lost as bad as they did as opposed to losing by like five, ten yeah. points because then there's like a couple bad things you could try and focus on, maybe dwell on. Here, it's like you just got to forget this game even happened. It's certainly concerning, right? I, I Like there is, we've talked about it a lot on the Sun Devil Show, which we're going to be live at two, tap in, um, but um, we've talked about a lot, concerned with their offense and them not showing up, but... This game was more than just that. Their defense, which is one of the best in the country, disappeared. They were missing the best shot creator in Des Cambridge. I, I just think this is a game you kind of have to throw away and ignore. But both of these teams' next games will be New Year's Eve against each other. How do you think that is going to go? Charles in the chat saying, I hope ASU comes out with a vengeance. Going to be going to have a long time to stew on that huge loss. Tucson coming up to I-10 for the big game. What do you expect? Uh, I expect ASU to start fast. Yeah. Uh, you have to. If they start fast, I don't see this as a game that they lose um, because we've we've seen what happens when ASU is able to come out and shoot fast. Yeah. They had that taste of that AP Top 25, and we know damn well after that big loss that they're going to lose it. Yep. Um, the only way that you stay in the AP Top 25 or get back in is you beat U of A no, yeah. at home. Yeah. So you got to come out firing. Yeah, I mean, the fast start, I think, is the key there. If they, if they do what they've done at times this year where they start slow and then they have to kind of bring it back in the second half, like the Colorado game, yeah. they lose this game easily. You Arizona, can't keep it close either. Arizona is far too good. Um, it's far too good to to kind of try to toy with, I guess. Yeah. You have to come out banging. I think that this is going to be a close game. I ultimately think Arizona wins. I do think they're a better team. And I, I, I struggle to think that they are going to be able to handle a guy the size of Umar Balo and... I, I, if if Kerr is hot from three, it's going to be a problem for ASU. I think I think if it's I think it's going to be a close game in the first half. Whoever comes out in the second half, I don't think it's close at the end. I think whoever wins wins by at least ten. That's fair. I mean, look at Arizona's games the last the last two games. It's exactly how it's been. They've been they've been close in the, the half, and then they run away with it in the second half. So it will be interesting. Uh, New Year's Eve, check it out. Get there if you want. It's going to be a good game, I think. Uh, moving on to the Arizona Coyotes. Um, they're bad, <laughs> which is not good. Um, not because they're not good. It is bad because they're not as bad as they should be. Um, they're currently 29th in the NHL standings, seven points above last place Chicago, um, which is not what people expected. They were expected to be the worst team in hockey, and they've been a little bit better than that so far. Um, if you're a fan of a team like the Arizona Coyotes who is tanking, you had to go through last year, which was very, very bad. And the expectation this year was you were going to be very, very bad again, but it was going to be worth it because you were going to have a franchise-changing player. If you're a fan of a team in that situation, are you upset that you've had to suffer and now it might not be worth anything? Or are you happy that they're showing some signs of life? Um, it, it's a such a tough line to walk yeah. because the players don't want to lose. No, the players, no, yeah. they, they don't give a shit who is coming and to And Arizona town. is a tough team. They're yeah. a big team, physical team. They're a very tough team to beat. 
you don't you like if you're a player you don't want to lose yeah. you want to go out you want to win you like i said you don't care about the the next draft pick you were worried about getting paid in your your spot on that roster now if you're a fan yes if i'm a fan i'm upset because all we've heard is hey guess what yeah we got a generational type talent waiting for us on the other end of the season all you got to do is lose some games. Yeah, and it's not even you don't even necessarily have to finish last because Connor Bedard is the prize, and then Fantilli is is a, a pretty good consolation prize. He's also a franchise changing player. Yeah. So even if you finish t- bottom two, even the third prospect, I'm forgetting his name, but he's pretty good too. The, the Coyotes, if they were to to fall exactly where they are in the draft right now, they would finish outside of the top three. And I don't think if you're if you're a Coyotes fan, no, when you not. come into this season with the expectation, like it's one thing for the Cardinals, we'll talk about in a little bit, but it's one thing for the Cardinals where. Now, it's tougher for those fans to reconcile trying to play for a good draft pick now because yeah. you came into this season with the expectation that you would at the very least be a playoff team hopes of playing a Super Bowl in your home stadium and now it's gone very, very poorly. Yeah. And at that point, it's harder to convince, to get a fan to kind of change their mind. The Coyotes, that's not the situation. They've, for a couple of years now, this has been what the, this is. They knew that they were going to lose for a little bit to try and win. And now they're not doing either of they're not winning enough for it to be good. And they're not losing enough for it to be good, I guess. So, like, it's tough. I would be a little upset. But the thing about them is not red alarms, not anything yet. Trade deadline's still, still got to come. They will get worse. They'll lose more games. But just an interesting thing to look at. Um, now it is time for the team that no one is happy with. The Arizona Cardinals. Um, bum, 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 bum. It's all bad. Very, very bad. Um, Trace McSorley is starting. The GOAT. He's and the GOAT. There was a report from ESPN today that basically said that the Cliff Kingsbury tenure has been a train wreck. Um, yeah, but we knew this. Yeah, we did most certainly know this. Um, to pull some of the quotes, um, this is not sustainable. Changes need to be made. Well, maybe Cliff will just resign, quote, tired of the BS. Where are you at with this franchise? This franchise? (laughs) Oh, goodness. This franchise is on fire. And it's been on fire. I've said it for the last probably eight years now that Steve Keim is not and should not be a general manager in the NFL. I agree with you. The Arizona Cardinals could not and would not be a strong playoff team with the rosters that he's built and it shows over years it has absolutely shown time and again that Steve Kime is not the answer and evidently Cliff Kingsbury isn't the guy either like and and I don't see a situation where you go one or the other like yeah you have to burn it all down yeah you have to start from scratch now yep I think at this point it's either you change the front office or you change the quarterback and you're not changing the quarterback yeah Kyler is better at his job than Cliff or Kime are at theirs what do you think is going to happen this time? Oh, no. Well, I don't say this time next year, but the start of next year. Kyler will be back at some point. What, what do you do if you're Michael Bidwell? If I'm OK, if I'm Michael Bidwell and I can make any of my decisions that I want. OK, I am getting rid of Kime. Yep. I am getting rid of Cliff. Yep. I am giving Sean Payton a blank check. Yep. I'm telling him just write a number. You've got it. And if Peyton wants Kyler in-house, then he's got him in-house. If he doesn't, then I am finding somebody to take that contract, whether it is the the Ravens, who have yet to sign their quarterback, the Jets. If you watch Thursday Night Football, you know they need a quarterback. At this point, you, point might be the answer. You, try and you, you just try and deal him if Peyton doesn't want him. And, you know, you've got that 
fifth overall pick right now or top five pick. Go get a quarterback. Go get your future right there. And yeah. but that's how you start over. That's yeah. you have to start over. Now, I, Cardinals fans might not want to hear this. Do you have any interest in? I uh, not not with that first round pick. I think that would be ridiculous. But at some point in the draft, taking a flyer on a quarterback at some point, not necessarily to replace Kyler, but you look at where they're at now with McSorley starting, who is yeah. clearly I don't think even a viable backup. Um, Colt McCoy always injured. Don't know what the future holds with him in this franchise. And then obviously Kyler is not going to be healthy at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. presumably. Do you take a quarterback at some point in the draft? I think it depends on where, I guess, where the meter's going in terms of free agency, yeah, if you feel sure. guys out like that. Because uh, you never really know how that'll go. And from from my estimation, it looks like Kyler has a little bit of a temper when it comes to not being the spoiled child yeah. um, at the at quarterback. Yeah, and drafting um, a quarterback in the first round. Yeah, that would, that would not well. sit well with him. Uh, but... I really don't know. I don't think outside of the first round guys that you're getting right now, right? Like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson's name's been tossed in there. Um, I saw him go to the Seahawks in a mock draft this morning in the first round, and I was like, wait, what? What are we doing? He's going the first round still? Yeah, he's a first round quarterback. Um, but outside of those four, I think there's a significant drop off. I think we've we just got done talking about the Coyotes and the tank, right? I am sold on Caleb Williams next year. Sold yeah. on him as the future of an NFL franchise. He is the next guy it. that you add to the conversation of the Josh Allens, the Herberts, the Mahomes, the Tua's, in my mind. Yeah. Right? So, if Sean Payton feels that way, if whoever you bring in as the GM feels that way, you do whatever you got to do to ensure that you have a chance at Caleb Williams next year. Yeah. I I am with you on that. You'll, and plus, you'll have another year to really know what you're getting out of Kyler Murray. Yeah. And you'll get to see what he is after the injury. Um, but it's not all bad if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan. Buda Baker's a pro bowler. Yeah. So congrats to Buda. That's cool, I guess, if you care about the pro bowl. Um, the pro bowl sucks. Hey, but I'm excited this year. It's going to be different. They're going to do the skills challenges. We'll finally get an answer. We'll finally, assuming, hopefully, well, not hopefully. The Dolphins it, will not be. Well, no, because the thing is, is if, if, the, if the Bills or the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, we won't get what I am most excited for, which is finally getting to see who can throw a football farther, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. I think it's Josh Allen, man. I think it's Josh Allen. I don't even need to see the skills competition. But one of those two quarterbacks, I would assume, are going to be in the Super Bowl, so we probably won't get to see it. Anyways, um, but Cardinals play on Christmas now against Father Time, Uncle Tom Brady, and uh, Uncle Tom. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, probably not. Um, Father Time, though. I'll do with that. Stick with that. Uh, But uh, Christmas Day. on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I believe there are seven point underdogs. Let me pull that up real quick. They are do 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 currently seven and a half point underdogs on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. What are you doing with that? Um, oh God, do I have to bet on this game? I don't want. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to bet on fair. this game. If I did, if I did, I would take the Bucks. Absolutely, take the Bucks. Probably I as well. I can't fathom. Spending any amount of money on <laughs> Trace, Trace McSorley. McSorley. <laughs> um, uh, or if you don't want to bet on the line, what about the over-under at 40 and a half? I take the under. I probably I feel like this is going to be an ugly, ugly game. But field goals. Yeah, yeah. You can take kicker props on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But however you're gonna bet on this game, obviously, do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're gonna bet on this, or there's some Christmas <coughs> Day basketball as well. Suns play, I believe. Um 
do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now. Sign up with code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get 100. Oh, oh, I completely forgot about the Suns. I skipped right over them. We'll get to them in a second. Um, that's code PHNX. The only other DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The Phoenix Suns, four and six in the last ten, five and nine on the road. Currently fourth in the Western Conference, I believe. Um, on a scale of one to ten, what is your level of concern mm. with the Phoenix Suns? Ten being really concerned? Yes. Ten, burn it all to the ground. One being they're going to win the NBA Finals. Oh, man, that is a large discrepancy. Yeah, we can do one to a hundred if you uh, want. <laughs> give me... Oh, man. Give me a seven. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Because without Bo- Ooh, without wow. without Devin Booker, without Devin Booker, this he's, team has he's problems. Not dead. Like, no, he's, he, no, 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 no. He's not dead. He's not dead. But without Devin Booker, this team is in shambles. Clearly, this team has no star power outside yeah. of Devin Booker. No, I mean, well, Chris Paul. Chris Paul is not him. Da is a big baby. We've done we've we've done this dance, the delicate dance, the delicate for a dance. long time now. Uh, the only one outside of those guys on the team that I'm like, okay, like I can confidently expect 15 and five from you a night is probably McHale, and even then he has trouble scoring at yep. times. Uh, Landry Schrammett dropped 30 the other night, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they still lost. They like, that's tough. That is absolutely tough. And we haven't even talked about the trade deadline that's yeah. coming up here in a few months. Like, if you don't make a trade, if you do not make a deal to get rid of Jay Crowder, burn it down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jose says in the chat, no concern at all. Suns still have a trade coming. Charles says 8.5. I'm not that high. I think the NBA, especially the West, there's so much parity that, like, if you make the playoffs, you kind of have a chance to reach the finals. Uh, I'm kind of like a 5, I would say, as Max also throws up a 5 behind the Mac. Um, I mean, there's definitely a little bit of concern, right? This team does not look like a team that is going to win an NBA Finals at this moment. But again, as Jose says, the roster is incomplete. You mentioned the, the the Jay Crowder trade. Now, if they do not get rid of Jay Crowder, like you said, the concern will get much higher um, because I do think that is one of the things I've been looking for with this team is there's going to be a change to this roster. They're going to get another guard, maybe. Whatever. We've been saying oh, that, though. No, We've been yeah, saying yeah, that since yeah, the offseason. But there's still time There's still time for there it. Is. Once the trade deadline comes, then there's no return there at is. that point. Um, so I'm at like a five. I, 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 I don't think... A, I don't think the regular season matters that much. Like I said, if you make the playoffs, I think you have a chance. I think the fact that they keep losing to team like the same teams, like they keep having problems with the Mavs. Their games against the Pelicans, against the Pelicans are always interesting. Um, they've lost to the Wizards. They've lost yeah. to the Rockets. Yeah. Those they, are they, bad teams. They've had some bad losses. And like you mentioned, Devin Booker hasn't has missed a couple of games, haven't looked great in those games. When he plays, they're great. Yeah. When he plays, this guy goes for 40 a night, and it's it's phenomenal. There's definitely a level of concern, but I do I don't think it is all like I don't think it's a burn it to the ground point. I think they're they're, they're going to make the playoffs still, even if they don't make a trade. Ooh, um, I still think they'll be a playoff team. Yeah, they'll and be a so playoff team. So for that team. reason, it's not, I'm not at like a ten. I don't think it's a burn it to the ground. I do think it is a must. Like I, I do think your I think your season's over at that point. If um, they don't make a trade, they get bounced in the first round. It depends on who they play, but probably I, I would I would probably right well, let's now. Let's go through it real quick. Right now let's they play the Clippers. A healthy Clippers team. A healthy Clippers team. Healthy Clippers team might beat anybody. Healthy Clippers team, I take Clippers in six. I might take Clippers in five, to be honest with you. But a healthy Clippers team is a big if. Like who they beat? It's a big if. They're not going to beat the Warriors in seven. 
I don't. I mean, the Warriors are not even a playoff. No, team but right you know now. they'll sneak in. You no, know the Warriors they'll sneak can't in. win on the road. Don't even. Don't they even do start it every. They're not. Right they're, they they're would like, not beat the like Warriors. Three games they would on not, the road. They would not beat the Warriors, the Warriors in seven. Are, the Warriors are a game out of a play-in spot right now. They're currently eleventh in the in the conference. Um, I the Warriors are another team though. They were in this spot last year. So if they make the playoffs somehow, I, they'll. Still and they do me. not lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, they're they not beating the Grizzlies in seven. They're not beating the Mavs in seven. They're not beating the Pelicans in seven. Like, who are they beating? If you don't make a trade, you're getting bounced in the first round. That's probably true. That's probably true. So, a, a definitely a little level of concern. Uh, as far as the Monty DA stuff, where are you at on that? Another little <laughs> dust up. They both played it off as they continue to do. Are you concerned? Do you think the public is making too much of a deal, big deal out of it? I mean, things get heated. You're obviously playing sports out there, and it, this is at the highest level. So, yes, I can understand it getting heated. It's not a great look that it's Monty and the same guy doing yeah. this again. But it's also um, like the only guy right now. Like, but Kale just owned up to this today. Hmm. We have quotes on our, our YouTube that are going up relatively soon, if not already now. Mikhail admitted today that it was he actually apologized, on, right? Yeah, he apologized and he said it was on him. He called DA soft during a free throw uh, and it caused an he issue. He is soft. So it, it looked like <laughs> it, but he called him soft when he had 30 and 13 and Mikhail had <laughs> that's 10. Tough, that's a tough so, time to do that. Yeah, Mikhail has not really been the, the, has not been good enough this year, I feel like, for him to. Take Carl a shot at you being the best player on the court at that point. So Monty was more so yelling at both of them for being yeah children because like there's, there's a game to childish play. on the court, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they had a game to go win. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so then is there any concern about that about your two best players when Devin Booker is no. healthy? No, um, I still don't think Da belongs on this roster. I think he needs to get dealt too because I just don't see it as a nice fit. Uh, but that's that's just me. Everybody has their own opinion on Da and his career and whatever. I think he can thrive. I just don't think he can thrive here. I think it's reconcilable i just think this team maybe has overachieved a little bit the last two years and now the expectations are higher and then the management has not really put them in a position but other side kind of like the cardinals there is something good they have a new owner mm. sia sarver um so that's good interesting to see how that goes Obviously. sia sarver that needs to be like sia. that needs to be a flavor of ogs a flavor of OGs. a flavor Ooh. of ogs the sia, sia sarver ogs yeah it just what takes you to the like? moon that would be amazing. <laughs> Go. I don't know. I don't know if I want. Uh, uh, I don't know if I want to be thinking of Sarver when I'm about to eat something. But <laughs> I. I well, you don't got to be thinking I, I, about I think it. We should just stick to, I think we should just stick to OG's current flavors. Okay. Well, go check them out. They got that orange creamsicle flavor that goes crazy. They obviously got the sleep gummies as well. You guys can go for the full, the full ones that got, I believe, what 10, 10 milligrams, yeah. and then the the microdose have three and. If if the the big ones are a little too much for you, you could do what we did when we and saw Avatar. Avatar yeah. You could just go three microdose, and then you're right below what a big one would be. Guys, you can check them out just about anywhere at your local dispensary, and you do got to be 21 or older to enjoy. Yes. Okay. Now the moment that a lot of you probably been waiting for. We had asked some of you to send us some questions, so now it is time to get down in the DMs. Boom. All right, uh, so we have, I think, about seven questions from some of the ones that were asked um, of us. Um, and we're just, I'm just going to let producer Jacob just kind of throw whatever one he wants up and we'll, we'll go from there. What's the first question we got? First, from Owen. Now that the 2022 edition is concluded, did Arizona make a mistake pulling out of contention to host World Cup games in 2026? Before we get to this, I do want to touch on Rising real quick. Um, didn't mention them in the temperature check, but they have been doing making some moves. Santi Moore and Greg Hurst moved to their biggest rival, New Mexico United, in exchange for some international signing slots. Um, 
they also have a new stadium so i'm very excited to see how that goes but um i still think there's a lot more they have to do in this offseason to improve the roster to get back to what they were the last not last year but the years before that when they were one of the best teams if not the best team in the usl um but what are your thoughts you we we watched a lot of the world cup it seemed like an amazing experience obviously a pretty interesting dynamic with it being in qatar mm-hmm. um do you think Arizona missed out by not trying to host a game in the World Cup? No. Really? Not necessarily, man. Like, I just think there, there are other cities that can fulfill the needs um, that maybe Arizona can a little more. I would love it for, like, my own personal, yeah. like, being able to go to one of those games in 2026. But at the end of the day, I think there are certainly other places that... uh could probably do a better job. To be Interesting. Honest. I am. I'm on the other side of that. I think they definitely missed out. I think you you saw the kind of environment that it brings, and it, it brings a lot of eyes to the wherever it is. Uh, and then specifically in the location in Glendale, they're opening up that huge resort right across from from the uh, State Farm. Like the, there's a lot going on in that kind of little area. I think it would have been a great spot for a World Cup match. And I also think it gives a little more exposure to soccer in Arizona. Obviously, no MLS team here. So I, I don't think a lot, of, a lot of people outside of the state really know kind of the, the soccer culture that is in in State 48. Um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it was a missed opportunity. But it also, I'm definitely the kind of person that is like, I love things. Like, I love big events. <laughs> I love things. I love things going on. So, like, if you you have a chance, like, like, I want a Super Bowl in Buffalo, even though there should never be a Super Bowl in Buffalo because the weather's shitty and it would be terrible. But I just want to be around things going on. See, I, I like that, but I'm also the kind of guy that I can't control myself when, like, I don't want... Like, when the Super Bowl's here, for example, right? If my team's in the Super Bowl, I don't want to go watch it. I do not want to go in person and watch really? it because, I yeah, I'm a psycho. I'm an absolute psycho when it comes to that shit. Like, if my team is in a big game, I need to be locked in somewhere in a room in just an environment where, like, I can control yeah. everything. I mean, if I'm at home watching the Super Bowl, I, I cannot, and my team's in the Super Bowl, I cannot be around none of these, like, casuals. Like, I can't be around people. No, I'm be yelling at the TV. For the Super Bowl. But I would 100% go to the Super Bowl. But same thing with the World it. Cup. Like, but the world, but that's the thing. Like, especially the World Cup, the environment. That's, that's the thing that I, I, I really, I really want it. I want, like, diehard. I want us. I want diehards. I want just Arizonans. To be able to experience an, an environment like that, that you will you will never anywhere experience the environment of a World Cup game, um, and to have that here would have been awesome, but we won't. You There's tell me a, you don't get that at DFA, man. I mean, it's close. I you mean, don't get a World you know, Cup environment at yeah, DFA. Damn near, but it's it's can't replicate the exact thing. Um, oh, so I definitely think it's a little missed opportunity. But there are plenty of other spots around North America for you to go see a World Cup match. So. Hopefully you can get out to one. I'm definitely going to try and go somewhere. I know they're playing in L.A. So maybe I'll try and get out there. Um, what, that, what do we have next, Jacob? Uh, two-parter from Chris. First, would the Cardinals be better at baseball or the D-backs better at football? This is the right answer here. It's the D-backs better at football because hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. Yeah, but, but, it, Kyler Murray was literally a top That's all five. you have, That's though. all you have, That's though. all you've got. But who, I mean, I guess Jake McCarthy was phenomenal in Pennsylvania and, as a football uh, player. And so was um, Alec Thomas. He was, was a football, he a football player? player. Yeah, he was a football player too. So, and you could scheme them to be decent uh, football so players. Like, I, oh, first off, neither of them would be good. They would, no. they would both never win a game. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even matter. Uh, but I do think hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. And I think there's plenty of good athletes on football, on the, on the D-backs, where they could look like they kind of know what they're doing, maybe, sort of. I think the best athletes in, in any sport would look foolish trying to hit 
a hundred mile per hour fastball. Yeah, they would most look definitely a foolish. So I, I don't think they would even stand a chance. Oh uh, um, yeah, the Cardinals as a baseball team would lose every game. Yeah, you but you would have one guy like Kyler. But even that, Kyler's not wouldn't be a professional level baseball player. Like he would still ha- would have had to grind in the minor leagues. So it's not like he's gonna just show up and be able to hit anybody. Um, but the second part of that question: Which athletes of any of the sports are the biggest divas? Ooh, soccer or any uh, soccer and the, the major four. The Hockey, biggest football, basketball. divas. Oh That's man, a tough one. That is a really tough question because each sport has their own. They're divas in different ways. Like baseball players are low key divas because you just stare at a pitcher for too long and then they're gonna throw a baseball at your head. Like that is. Can we agree? Hockey pitcher. players are the least. Yes, least diva? I would agree 100. percent They are uh, the most low key. Um, with the exception of Jacob Trickin, Chikrin, massive diva. Um, but they're the most low key. They're very much it's all about the other guys. So I would put them at the bottom of the list. Give me basketball players. <sighs> I'm throw. I'm. I'm just. I, I feel like any time that you have multiple athletes that play the same sport involved with the Kardashian family, you have to, you're considered a diva. Like, and unfortunately, that just kind of trickles down for the rest of the league. Like, I know there are a lot of NBA players that aren't divas. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's also tough it because basketball is the one sport that more than any other sport puts their personalities out there. So yeah. they have a, a, a higher chance to be a diva. You're probably you're probably right. Football is tough because I feel like the position groups are so different. Yeah, offensive skill players, massive divas, DBs, divas. Oh, DBs, uh, DBs are the biggest divas in any sport, I think. <laughs> uh, but like linemen, they 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 don't get any flowers, and they're they're low key. Like so, it kind of depends. Um, and then soccer, like people people want to call field, soccer. Yes, people want to call soccer players divas. And specifically because the flops yes, and the falling yes. and all that shit. You and I are on the same page about If this. you have never played soccer in your entire life, I would encourage you to just go run out there for, for 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 45 minutes yep. Don't stop. And any time that somebody slightly kicks you, for you to not take the opportunity to lay down and catch your yes. goddamn breath. Yes. I, I would highly encourage you to give it a shot. And then we can have the conversation about soccer plays being the biggest divas. Yeah, I do think there are mo- obviously other outside of that moments where they're divas interacting with refs, interacting with each other. But yeah, I do think that they are are misconveyed. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that they rise to the highest. I'll, I'll put hockey at the bottom. Uh, football because of the defensive backs at the top. Really? Yeah, just because okay. of the defensive backs. They are the biggest divas in sports. Next question, Jake. Speaking of basketball oh. divas, just want to throw this little breaking news nugget out oh, there. Boy. Anthony Davis out indefinitely with a stress injury in his stress foot. Street clothes. Because he can oh, never he's, stay healthy. He's not a diva, though. He's just a tall man who has weak bones. He always is hurt. <laughs> there, there's plenty Anybody of Anybody associated with L.A. A tall man a with weak bones. Anybody associated with L.A. is a diva. I'll take that. I'll take that. What do we got next? Justin Herbert's not a diva. No, he's not. Uh, who do you think is the best and worst Christmas tree in the office? Are we talking like... Hypothetically, who do you think puts together the best Christmas tree? The best Christmas the tree? Craig. Yeah, that's, that's where I was going. Yeah. Easy. I think yep. Craig It's not even close. Craig, the only person's Christmas tree that I've seen, I think, is Leah's because she has them in the background of her at-home setup. And people were shitting on her Christmas tree in the Coyotes chat. It looked like a nice Christmas tree. There's, a, there's stuff going on. Like, I... I... I I can't put together a Christmas tree. I would say that Shane would have the worst Christmas tree, but wow. I I also love his parents too much, and I I the way that Paula goes out for goes hard on Halloween, I feel like she also goes hard. She on went hard Christmas for the Christmas tree. party too. I wasn't there. Oh I damn, see. that's tragic. She yeah. she went hard for the Christmas party though. 
Was the Christmas tree nice? I'll be honest, I didn't look. <sighs> I was too busy with the food. I feel like they put together a good Christmas tree. Uh, but the Morgans, Craig's bougie ass. Like I feel like he puts together a real nice Christmas 100%. tree. Hundred percent. I feel like what? Uh, so I want to have Christmas with Craig. Yeah, so do I. Um, I want to have Christmas specifically with Craig's wife's cooking. Mm. If they want to be there, that's cool. But if the food's <laughs> there, I'm, I'm, that's all I really need. Let's have Christmas at Craig's house, just you and me, with all of Craig's wife's food. Yeah. And we can open their gifts for them. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll leave before sunrise. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Um, so we're just breaking and entering? Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. gotcha. Uh, are you like a classy, like white lights, kind of like tinsel Christmas tree, or are you like a colorful lights, fun ornaments kind of Christmas tree? You know, person? I've evolved. Okay. I've evolved into the white lights. Yeah. So I, have I. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just so much more classic. It fits a vibe, it's so, it's bro. So nice. it fits and a vibe. I love nice warm lighting. Like warm Christmas lights. Mm. It's nice. Yeah, the, my the, wife I, my wife converted me to that. I used like to be color, like the mismatched ornaments, yeah, whatever the same you can do. That's fun. That's fun when you have kids. Like coordination. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna go back. You're gonna go back because you're gonna get your kids like fun ornaments and stuff. Yep. That that part is fun. Decorating the tree. Like yes, I got you are. I will make you. <laughs> I loved that. But once you turn 18, get just class it up a little bit. Yeah. Class it up a little bit. All right. Uh, next question. Oh, wait. We didn't say who had the worst. I said, oh. Oh, yeah. Because I would have said Shane if it I wasn't think, I think Jesse has the worst Christmas tree. I think it's just baseballs on a tree. That's <laughs> that's all it is. It may be chicken tenders. I, that sounds like a terrific Christmas tree. Baseballs and chicken tenders? Yeah, but not visually. I feel like Loki, and I'm only saying this because I know she's in earshot. Emma probably has a terrible Christmas tree. Oh she man, she gives me Chris, Charlie Brown Christmas tree vibes. <laughs> I, I don't know if she can hear me. I or don't not. know if she but, can. Either. Yeah, I feel like she. I feel like she just kind of just like ah, fuck it. <laughs> she, ah. Emma, Emma is my answer. I don't know if she's hearing me, but I'll tell her to her face after the show. Emma, you got the worst Christmas tree. <laughs> Next question, Jacob. Uh, I'll explain it to you after. Um, <laughs> excluding the Suns, which AZ sports team is most likely to win a championship first, and how long will it take? So it's interesting because I have said that I said this before the season started, and I have been consistent that I don't think the Suns are going to be the next one. I think the Coyotes of the D-backs, specifically the D-backs at this point, are the next team to win a championship. Give it a championship. There's a Pac-12 championship. No, 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 because that, the Arizona, obviously. Um, yeah, I would say about I would say about four or five. Jacob's throwing up three four. I think about four or five years of the D backs. I think they're. I think they are on the trajectory of the best team in the valley. I think you're wrong. Um, ooh, I think it's the Arizona Wildcats. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, if we're being realistic, That's technically if an Arizona sports. Team. I was more focused on the pro teams, but yeah. I think the problem with Arizona though is just it's so hard to win a national championship in it basketball. Is. Um, but more closer than, than anybody else. Right I, now. I do agree. I, I I do agree that they're obviously the best program of any of the sports in the valley or in Arizona. Um, Give me the Rattlers. Well, yeah. If we're getting in it, then the Mercury. Yeah, I mean they're getting BG back. They're, uh, I think DG they're going to be on a play. revenge tour. They're gonna, a revenge tour against it is it is quite literally Mercury versus the world. Um, and I mean they're historically the best team in the valley. Um, so the, I I think they are probably the right answer. Um, but outside of that, I I think it's the D backs, man. I, they get better. They're getting better. They overperformed last year. They lo- they gave you a reason to be excited, and they they they're only getting better. I think Mike Hazen is doing a good job. I I believe in them. I believe in them. I don't think the Suns are winning the finals this year. And and if they don't do it this year, I don't think their window is open much longer. Um, I'd run through a wall for Tori Lovello. Yeah, so would I. Absolutely. Like I think I'd run through multiple walls. Yeah. No. Uh, he's uh, he's probably my favorite coach manager in the Valley outside of Kenny Dillingham. Bobby. I don't know. I really like Tori. Tori's really, great. I really Tori's like Tori. I really great. like Tori. Bobby's up there. For hey. sure, but. I'll I'll switch my answer to Tori when he wants to come on the ASU show. Fair. 
Yeah. Bobby, Until then, Bobby Bobby's has been, been on the, the show. ASU show. Tori is not. Sad but true. Um, so your answer is the outside of the Wildcats. Who's your answer? Give me, go to the four major, uh, like the professional sports, the men's sports. Take the Mercury and the D backs or the Wildcats out of it because they're on a different tier. They're way better than everybody else. Uh, as the rosters are now. Yeah, just on their current projection, like where you know, over the next couple of years, how long? Who oh. is it? And how long do you think it'll take? My answer is is D backs. Give it four or five years. I'm gonna say. Oh, this is so hard. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Um, I know they need to burn it down, but I think in terms of all of the sports, it may be the easiest championship to win simply because of the games. I think right now the NFC West is still up for grabs. The quarterback yeah. situation as it is right now for the Niners isn't as great as everybody's making it out to be. The NFC as a whole, I think, is wide open. And you have a top five pick. You never know. Yeah. Go get yourself a generational type player. We saw how quickly things can change for the Jags, who now control their destiny for the playoffs. Like, yeah. Cardinals couldn't be... They were in the playoffs yeah. last year. so And, and, and the, the roster is not a championship-winning roster right now, but it's not terrible. Things happen, There's man, in free agency. On the roster. They still have a top three receiver in football. They have the best hands of any receiver I've ever watched play football in the Andre Hopkins. Uh, they have... I say what you want about Kyler. I'm not sure that he's a championship-winning quarterback, but he's a dynamic quarterback. He's got talent, um, and I think if you put a good enough roster around him, he definitely can be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Things happen in the NFL. Things, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year, and they're eliminated from the playoffs now. Yeah, yeah. Like so, things happen. Things happen, and things happen fast. And you mentioned the draft pick. I, I think there is an op- a possibility there. So I, I do. I do think they're probably second. I the the Coyote, I would have said the Coyotes second, but they're kind of fucking up the tank right now. I'm not really <laughs> sure. But I, I think D backs. Uh, next question, Jacob. What would you gift a- each AZ Ooh. sports team for Christmas this year? Um, we'll We're just going do, the four major we'll do ones. The four major ones, not because we don't want to go too long. Start with the Cardinals. Where are you going? Uh, uh, a new coach. Mm. That's e- that's the easy answer. Yeah. Whether it's Sean Payton or just somebody else, people at this point do not like Cliff Kingsbury. I'm convinced Cliff doesn't like Cliff. So give him a new coach for Christmas. Yeah, you uh, just. On the other side of that as a GM, I mean, you got to blow it all up. And to, something less serious, I've said this before, I know Johnny's been on this horse, new uniforms. Yes. Give me something to give the fans something to be excited about, especially if you clean house, do it head to toe. Do a little bit of a rebrand, not necessarily rebrand, but a little like redesign of the jerseys and a little, just change the aesthetic a little bit. Get rid of your head coach, get rid of your, your coordinator, your, your GM, and just start it all over. Start cl- clean look. So my... Christmas gift to the Cardinals is a new set of uniforms. Mm. Um, Suns. Uh, for the Suns, I am sneaking in the James Jones household through their chimney, mm. and I am delivering a handful of extra first-round picks so mm. you have some more assets to go make a trade before the deadline. Yeah, uh, I am giving them just an answer on on uh, Jay Crowder. Like just a trade package. Yeah, get rid of him so you can move on, and you know what this team is. Well, I guess so. I guess ultimately, like a, another guard, mm. another scorer, maybe just a little bit of depth in the, the backcourt. I guess, um, but they they have to do something out to, to to with the da. There are the Jay Crowder situation that we talked about earlier. So figuring that out is my Christmas gift to them. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Ooh, it's a tough I one. There's am... a lot they could use. Um, I don't want to do the easy answer of the first overall pick, <laughs> um, but I will say a time machine mm. so that they can fast forward to the end of the season. Oh, I thought you were going to go there. to the new arena. 
No. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of ways you could go with this. I oh, that would have been a good one. I could have gifted them the votes on the referendum in March, I believe, um, on the new arena. That would be very nice. They could start working on that. Um, but I, I know you said it's the easy one. I'm going to give it to them. The first overall draft pick. They haven't had it in their franchise history. They so very need it. And they need some luck. No, that's not even. Uh, they just draft lottery luck. Because at this point, they're probably going to need it. They're probably not going to have the best odds. They're going to need a little luck to try and get into that top three. Um, so I, that's kind of where I'm going to go with them. Next, D-backs. Um, a Charles, new owner. Yeah, Charles stole my answer, and so did Jacob. Give them a new owner who wants to spend so much money. Um, I mean, it's tough when there's a guy that you couldn't pay. Well, probably wouldn't have been anyways, but Paul Goldschmidt winning the, the MVP. Now, fucking uh, J.D. Martinez is making made a bunch of money recently. Jacob's sad behind the, the mat because I brought up Paul Goldschmidt. Um, but yeah, an owner. Uh, baseball is a sport, especially in a division with the Padres, Giants, and Dodgers who spend more money than exists on the planet on players for no real reason. Well, not for no Giants reason. haven't really spent. I mean, I guess well, they tried to. They, they, they tried were to. going to, in theory. They, they were going to spend a bunch and of money I saw on a really funny TikTok. I saw a really funny TikTok about the Giants, actually. It was like every false report that's taken place over the last four years had to do with the Giants. Bryce Harper to the Giants, Carlos Gray to the Giants, Aaron Judge to the Giants. So sad. Everything related Tough to the Giants. time to be the Giants. Well, good thing this isn't SF... I don't know. I don't know. What would be your abbreviation for San Francisco be? Uh, FRN? Just Fran? I don't know. Good thing we aren't covering San Francisco. We care about the D-backs here. SF Bay? I don't know. Mm. Um, I'm giving them division realignment. Let's blow it up. <laughs> get let's, out of the the Get yeah, out of the L. 100%. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah, shuffle I, I around that. I love and that. see what we can do. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, they're getting, I think they're closing the gap a little bit. The Padres have gotten better, but the Giants haven't gotten a lot better. And I think their window's closing slowly it's open still but it's slowly closing um the giants are not that gonna be good i don't think i think i think the d-backs are gonna finish the division that's just where i'm at um but it, to get to where to be able to compete in this division you're gonna have to spend money so that's why you know yeah yeah have we hit all four hit all four there yeah yeah okay next one next question do we have more i don't know where how many we've done we should keep track of it. Uh, any New Year's resolutions you feel the AZ sports team should have going into 2023? This is Coyotes, your last one. Coyotes, lose games. Lose games uh, would be my resolution for you. Suns, win games. Win games you should win. D-backs, win games. Mm. Cardinals, win games. Mm. At home. Okay, okay. Win home games. I'm going, I'm going, Coyotes, I'm going to go the same. Lose games. <laughs> Just lose. Um, Just lose, baby. For the Suns, I said it. Win games that you should win. Um, for the Cardinals, um, listen to the fans. Um, and who am I missing? D-backs. D-backs. Oh, man. <laughs> this is tough. Spend money. Spend money, yeah. <laughs> Do something. Go it's like this, the stick ring. meme. Do something. Do something. <laughs> Literally anything. Um, you know what I'm going to do, though? Mm. I'm going to enjoy some pizza. Ooh. Not just any pizza. Pizza from the one, the only, Mountain Mike's. Mountain Shout Spikes. out to them um, for supporting us and bringing us some pizza. It, it is my favorite part of Mondays. Twice. They bring us pizza twice a month, and it's so good. There's um, so much. The wings. The wings, wings go crazy. The and wings they, they go crazy. Salad, and they got a little bit of things for everybody. The and they got go some crazy. fancy pizzas. You know, I'm, I normally I'm a casual, like, just cheese and pepperoni guy. But they got pizzas that make me a little. You know that doesn't sometimes. fit your vibe, really. I yeah. Well, really, I mean, if I'm ordering any pizza, I'm like a sausage and onion or a grilled chicken and hot mm. peppers. Kind no of pineapple. Guy. 
I do like pineapple on pizza. Okay, but bet. the problem is, is that a lot of times pineapple on pizza is Hawaiian pizza and it's got ham on it. I'm not really a ham on my pizza kind of guy. That's what gets me. Um, but they got pizza. They got something for everybody at Mama Mike's. Um, you can check out their Mesa location. They also got one in Tucson. They have a lunch buffet. I didn't even know about They got a lunch buffet. Lunch buffets? Hot. Very That's hot. top tier. Very hot. Um, and yeah, just shout out Mountain Mike's for, for bringing us some food the uh, on Monday. Are zesty. It was good. Wings is quite zesty. You know what else is quite zesty? Delicious. What is? Underdog fantasy, mm, guys. And honestly, very just true. making money in general is a zesty thing to I do. Agree. I agree. And they make it really, really easy. Underdog, on underdog Can you do fantasy app, guys. It's easy to get started. Go Can to underdogfantasy.com dot com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to $100. You guys can get some higher lowers on pickums. I know we got a lot of NFL games getting ready here uh, over the next couple of days. We've got football, I believe, what, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yeah. And it's all meaningful football. All it is meaningful all football. meaningful football except the Rams and Broncos game, um, which everybody thought would be meaningful <laughs> yeah, at the start crazy. of the season here in, what, week 15, week 16. Yeah. So go make some money. Underdog Fantasy, again, they're going to match your first deposit up to $100. All right, anything else before we get out of here? Any fun plans for Christmas? Fun plans for Christmas. Um, my favorite part about Christmas is the fact that my dad gets turns into a little child during Christmas. <laughs> um, and my dad is a large man. He is the most intimidating-looking man in the world. Um, and so for him, he, for the last probably five, six, seven years has been the guy to wake up and wake us up on oh, Christmas I love that. I love and be that. like, it's it's time. Wake up. Like, coffee's ready. It's time to open presents. And it is the funniest thing in the world. That's how I'm going to be with my daughter. I love her. <laughs> I, that's I'm a 5 a.m. on Christmas morning oh, type yeah. of guy. No, yeah. I am not a morning person unless it's December 25th. He asked me yesterday. He's like, are you staying over on Christmas Eve? So, like, we can yeah. wake up and open presents early? I'm like, like no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grinch. Um, I'm going to be at home. I'm going to be at home. Uh, and by home, I mean my apartment with my mm. cat. Gonna watch some football, watch some basketball, produce the Cardinals show, check them out because there's no days off here at PHNX. Um, being a PHNX, become a diehard. Check us out. Go PHNX.com. Check out some merch at the PHNX locker. Um, you know, you could buy stuff now. It probably won't be here in time for Christmas. But print a picture out, give it to your loved ones, and be like, I owe you. It's coming. Trust. Um, but yeah, become a diehard. Trust. Anything else before we get out of here? Um,. No, thanks for everybody for tuning in, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Happy birthday, we'll see birthday you too. Mac. Uh, we'll see you, yeah, in 30 minutes. We'll, we'll be right back here on the PHNX YouTube for the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Um, but until then, see ya.